stick I'm ready when you are, Chief. What's going on, guys? We're back here with our 10th edition. That's right, if you count on your hands, feet, toes, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Our 10th episode of your favorite bi weekly podcast, Shed Talk. It's your boys back again. I'm Nate. And I'm Tony. Nice to have you guys again. And we're back here with another rousing edition of the episode. Also, which happens to be, this is our season finale for season one. Mm, you're well, laying it on them early. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about what that in holes. But don't worry, Shed Talk's coming back. You just you know what I mean keep keep little tap so it's in a hopper, and then we're gonna come back better than ever. But we will cut the bullshit and get back to that later. Anthony, tell the people what has been on your mind. Uh, well, a lot's been on my mind as usual, <laughs> but. Um, one thing that's really been on my mind, and I think it's on everybody's, uh, at least I don't want to speak for anybody, but, um, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and I didn't realize that, but, um, a lot of times, uh, me personally, you know, I, I've shared it a few times on episodes where I, you know, I, I do struggle with my mental health, and one thing that I've been doing is, um, taking some time to focus on things, uh, some recent occurrences have happened with my with my career, with my life, um, with a lot of different things that have gone on, and obviously with COVID and being stuck in the house. I mean, how many times do you really sit there with your thoughts? Mm-hmm. A lot. Um, so I really started diving into how I can help myself, and the one thing that I've you know been wanting to do is potentially get into therapy. Actually, not even potentially. I am probably going to go into therapy, even though I know I'm safe mm-hmm. in the head as yeah. far as there's ain't a that, stigma behind that. that. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, sometimes you gotta be able to talk out your problems with folks. You yeah, know? and that's what they're paid to do. Like, that's where there's a stigma behind that, and I think we'll dive into this a little later about the stigma of what mental health really is, mm-hmm. but, um, you know... And then real, then real quick, just to give you all a disclaimer, like, with this episode, you know what I mean, kind of like the viewpoints that we're going to be coming from is like how Anthony just said. Like, he's somebody that's been, like, open about what he's goes goes through. He's probably talked about it with some of y'all probably that know him. But I mean he's also talked about it on some on some of the episodes. So, you know, the way like we were thinking about this up is, you know, you'll be able to hear from like both sides of somebody that actually goes through it that actually, you know, is that di- is actually diagnosed with like some of these things, you know what I'm saying? Versus like, you know, me, like I'm somebody, you know, like just I know my life I never really claimed to say you know heck you know I got this mental problem you know that mental health problem you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that but it's just you know it'll just be able to give y'all a good viewpoint of hey like this is like the day in a life of somebody that actually goes through that versus you know somebody that has friends that goes through it but doesn't necessarily go through it themselves so yeah so mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I've been doing some research um, and I do it for the episodes just when we talk about things that I think are relatable to a lot of people. And I say a lot of people because when I looked up a statistic, it said that one in five adults now have mental health issues. Um, I paraphrased that a little bit, but really, I mean, think about that. That means 20% of adults are having this issue and that are at least diagnosed, at least have these problems. Right. Um, and... I started to really think about what actually causes these mental health issues. 
And there's obviously a lot of different things that do. Mm -hmm. um, one thing in particular is your lifestyle. I mean, what happens in your life? You know, people have jobs. They may love or hate them. Mm -hmm. That can be what your mental health is. And there's a, and even to add to that, I mean, there's, there's good mental health and there's bad mental health. Mm -hmm. So you can relate this with work, with home, with desire of growth, desire of career path, mm -hmm. desire of a lot of different things that you want to do. Your childhood kind of goes you can into e it. You can even get it, I mean, from stuff like, you know, like a hobby you got. You, can, you know, you could get burned out from that. It could be real trying to depend on what it is, like athletics, you know, and that's something like where I've seen folks like firsthand, like experience it like up close and personal or like athletes I admire from like far away, you know, and even like especially too, like with the like the relationships that you got with people, that could be another thing that really like plays plays a big factor that yeah. you know, like what can what can really go into your mental health. Yeah, and, and with that I mean it's all about how yes, there's a cause to it, but what is the effect of it after it's affected you? And why I say that is on those specific topics, you know, People handle stress in many, many different ways, as you know. I mean, you and I even handle our own stresses very differently. And very similarly, it's just, it takes a strong-minded person that wants to fix these issues. And, you know, knowing that I've talked about it before of my own personal health, um, I'm never afraid to expose what's going on in my life because I always wanted to voice how I feel. I've been in touch with my mental health. Mm -hmm. I was in your shoes at one point where I didn't mm -hmm. think about these kind of things. And what happens is an event happened in my life where my best friend, and you know Chris, mm -hmm. decided to kill himself. And I hate to say that because a happy man out of nowhere decided that the issues that he was having in his head were too much. And I don't want to speak on that. Like, you, mm -hmm. we don't know. Yeah. It's something you'll never know. But obviously something was going on. So that's when I really started to pick up on why people think the way they do. Mm. I'm no psychologist. I'm no expert. And I'll never be an expert. This topic that we wanted to cover, is be it just ironically mm. is in the, the month of awareness. And at the same time, we're going through some really stressful stuff that we'll go into a little later as far as relating this to COVID. Mm. But it's we need to learn how to reach out and like how can we yeah. get this help. Real quick, so like you just said, you know, RP to go, Chris, Chris Dare, homie. When that event happened in your life, like, like what? How did you come to like terms with yourself to be able to say like, yo, like, let me go out and be able to like seek, like seek some help with that? Because I know like that's one thing like I've seen, you know, like across like all like all platforms, all communities, and everything, you know, where folks are just kind of like, like almost like scared. I don't even you know scared is like the right term, like maybe like more like hesitant to, you know, to go out and like seek that help. Like, how'd you find it in yourself to be able to say, hey, you know, like, I know this is going on in my life, like something's off. So let me be able to go address it. Uh, to be short and sweet with that answer, I mean, I'll dive into it a little more, but the actual answer for that is I don't want to end up like that mm -hmm. because I know how my mental health is. And you think about things a little differently when you actually are diagnosed with problems like that and even if you're not diagnosed you have there's people that are out there that suffer the same way i do and it is what it is but at the same time there's a reason why i reach out and it's because of things that happen physically in my life that 
now I'm more aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, now I pay attention more than ever. And when that event happened, when Chris died, I got a phone call from Dom, our friend from high school. Um, I didn't think it was real. Like, mm-hmm. I just got this random phone call that he passed away. And I'm just like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I just saw him a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. He went off to Pittsburgh. He was going to graduate um, and go to grad school in Philly. But, you know, that kind of um, that kind of toll on somebody. Like, I've had people die in my mm-hmm. family, obviously, as older generations just pass. Mm-hmm. You never would expect a 22-year-old at the time, you know, successful adult, decide to just not be in the world anymore. Yeah. And I've seen people, we've grown up with people that we know family members are, you know, suddenly passed from accidents, from cancer, from the same way Chris died. Um, it's just, it's, you really start to pick up on why people think the way they do and you start paying attention a little more because it's just, a, it, when, when a life event happens the way that happens, you have no other choice than to think like that. You know, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be all long drop, drawn out and like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? It's just honestly, it's just something that can kind of like shake you to the core almost. Because yeah. like, like you just said, like some of the stuff you pointed out, you know, somebody that's young, somebody at the time that was 22. So and you said somebody that we went to high school with, like it's stuff that you really don't think about because it's folks that like, you say anything and like, damn, like, you know, that's somebody, that's somebody that's around my age. You know, that's somebody that I can easily relate to, like, and even if he wasn't a friend, it's just still a young person where you're like, yo, I'm kind of at the same point in my life, and just hearing something like that, it's like, oh, shit, like, that kind of just, like, shakes your world, because like you said, something unexpected that you don't really expect to hear. Right. You know? And the other thing with that, too, is when, you know, nowadays, I think mental health is touched on a lot more, and I think it's touched on a lot more because we are seeing rates out there and i'm no again no expert i don't know what the numbers are of people with the suicidal rates of people that are mentally ill other than the one i gave earlier like that number in itself there's five people in a room one of you got a problem in a sense is what they're saying whatever if it's at least one at least one and that is insanity to me like it's just you start seeing how much actually happens in the world and then you start like you become more observant. Um, it's just somebody that has their wants a lot going for them and wants to grow and prosper and be right. good. Everybody runs into roadblocks, and it's just how you handle those roadblocks to get around them, jump over them. Don't let that mm-hmm. roadblock stop you, because if it stops you, then you're sitting there thinking a lot more, and you're starting mm-hmm. to think, why did it stop me? Because I've had a lot of roadblocks. I know you've had roadblocks, just in different aspects obviously like how did you handle yours i mean mine i mean mine's pretty simple like again like i said you know i'm not a person that you know i've never claimed like i went through something like mental health but like that's just me because like i know like actual folks that you know have been diagnosed you know like yourself other close friends other people you know i never kind of want to i don't want to ever water that down you know just because like i'm kind of going through like, and that's just me personally going through a uh, up and down period of my life. But like, I mean, for me, like the only thing, I mean, I got faith. That's my thing. I keep faith. I keep a positive attitude. Cause my thing is, is like, why well, I think so, why, well, you know, think positive. Like there's always a brighter side to things, 
you know, and if you can't look on the brighter side, like, you just got think about, like, yo, there's somebody in the world that would literally kill to be, like, in your position where you're at in life. With that. So that kind of, like, that's what keeps me going is, like, I just hold my faith and I just try to be as positive as possible. That way, you know, everybody knows this, like, vibes are contagious. Like, you bring, you know, if you bring a positive vibe to the room, like, it's going to uplift everybody. But if you bring, like, some negative, you know, bad vibes, you know, that can tear, you know, that can bring some folks down. That's why if you got folks in the room around you, that can keep, that can, you know, be positive around you, that can keep you up. Like, that means, like, everything in the world, because then that gets contagious and it just spreads, like, wildfire. Absolutely. No, that, that the vibe of a room really does matter. You touched on faith, and you touched on that's what keeps you going. And I mean, am I wrong by saying that's... Nah, that's 100% right. I mean, any, literally anybody that knows me, you follow, like, you see my Twitter, you know what I mean, like, everybody know. If you don't, now you do. Like, that's, like, 110%, like, what keeps me... Keeps me on go. That keeps me. So why why did you? Uh, and, and, and this is a question because there's obviously I'm Catholic and I'm religious and I understand this. But like for people that may not follow the faith, why do you choose that way? Guys, man, that's like again, like something like when it comes to when it comes to faith, like it's I always kind of break it down. You know, for folks that you know may not follow the faith, may not have. You know, might not think in like a higher power, you know, might not be believing some type of religion or whatever. You know, if you ain't got, I mean, if you ain't got faith, then more than likely you got hope, you know. And well, is that something everybody holds on to is some type of hope. Like you hope for something. Like there's always going to be something, that little bit of little speck of something that you can always hold on to. And what's going to drive you to hold on to that? You got to have some type of faith in yourself or whatever you believe in to be able to hold on to that hope and like just see it manifest. Yeah, no, that's, I think what what gets me going in that same aspect, because you always have to have that grasp to mm. something to make you want to continue moving forward. The one thing that keeps me going outside of just the faith is obviously, you, you, I love to read quotes. Mm. You've got to have a quote that keeps you that keeps you motivated or watch people that, you know, Gary Vee uh, is a very big inspiration to myself as far as just a, a mental break from everything i get random he, he has like a chat bot that he sends out every other day where it's like a text from gary v and it's a very motivational text i get motivational texts from personal friends i have a group chat of three of us that just send each other he, the one guy sends a motivational quote and then at the end of the it says have an elite day being elite is getting things done in your life and wanting to prosper and wanting to grow and also have people with that same energy around you so, the one quote I always lived by is, uh, it was my senior quote, it's not about how hard you hit, it's mm -hmm. about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, because that's how winning is done. And a lot of times that relates a lot to this. You know, it's, mental health can beat you down. There's a lot of times. I, I Like I said, man, I, I'm looking into therapy. Mm -hmm. It's an, like, being completely honest there. Ain't nothing wrong, ain't right. nothing wrong with that. And I think, I think uh, two things, like, one like as you say like you about to get ready to go to, like go to therapy i think that's uh like you said like earlier like the stigmas like that's when the stigmas like everybody like you say you want to therapy like instantly like somebody thinks like yo something wrong with you like yo like yeah. yo you feeling you feeling all right which is kind of crazy because then that's like when everybody almost kind of start checking in on you but honestly sometimes like you almost just need like that third you just need like that extra person like kind of like that it's person better to go before there's a problem yeah and even such like you just need that like third person like somebody you don't know personally 
You know what I mean? Like, I know, like, I've met, like, like strangers in my life where we've been able to have, like, great conversations about, like, maybe, like, personal stuff they're going through, personal stuff I'm going through. And it's, like, you know, it's just somebody that you're able to just talk to, you know, somebody that where, you know, like, they'll be invested in, like, what you say and what then they'll listen to what you say to be able to, you know, kind of help you get through that, which ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with that at all. It don't necessarily mean you got a problem or nothing like that. It's just more, like, yo, know, like, I'm just trying to get my thoughts out there. And, uh, two, it's, like, like you said, like, have some, you know, kind of have something that keep you going. Like, like I was, that kind of ties to, like, the, you know, having something, like, you hope hope for. Something, like, you got to hold on to, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to have that in your life. Like, something that will be able, like, you got to find that, like, within yourself. Like, somewhere it's, like, yo, like, basically, this is this is my why. Like, that's the best way to put it. Like, this is, this is my why, why I do things. This is why, you know, even if you're going through something, this is why I wake up every day, you know, to keep pushing. You know, like you said, like, having an elite day. You know what I mean? Like, you want to... You want to like try and perfect something as best you can, or like I know when we were, when I was playing football at Bloom, one thing we used to say, like all the time is yo have a day, and it's like, thinking about that, like that could be you know that, it's like kind of like a positive like yo like let's have a day like you know let's have a good day, where we can just spread love, work hard you know you can do something where you can accomplish it that keeps that drive going to be able to say yo let's have another day. Or let's even have a better day the next day. And it's a great point to have because if you're having yourself a day, who knows if you got another one. That's how I always look at that kind of thing. Is you really aren't guaranteed another day. I you know, never you never know what's gonna happen in the world, but live every day to be your last and have a day. I love that. I mean that's exactly how you should be right. doing this. Yeah, another thing my coach always used to say too, when my coach is home man coach Blandon, he used to say it's a great day to be in the land of the living. And it's like, when you think about that, it's like, I'm already used to say that all the time with my freshman. I'm like, yo, like, they're just saying anything. But then it's like, more and more as the days go by, it's like something you're able to realize, like, oh, shit, like, it really is, like, a great feeling, a blessing, how everyone look at it, you know, to be in the land of the living, you know? Right, and, and, and on that, too, like you said, like, you didn't think about it the way you are now that he was mm-hmm. saying that. I think that comes with mental growth as a person, because it's not an immaturity of any sense, because I thought the same stuff when people, mm-hmm. you know. Remember when we would have motivational speakers come in in high school? I mean, everybody has those motivational speakers. Oh, the boy that broke the frying pan, right? Yeah, it broke the yeah, frying pan, cool. bent it in half, like that. I remember that. Like, you don't think of that stuff when you're at that age, because you are younger. It's more adolescent. I don't it's know. Easy. And it just, you think life's a lot easier. And then when you really hit the, the real world, and even, man, we, we just kind of started our careers, you know? We haven't really experienced a whole lot yet. But you start to realize what these people are telling you. And, like, all these people that are uh, more mature in age, even, just by age, telling you these things and helping you out. You know, you're like, ah, whatever, you know? It's like, I get it. I get what you're saying, but you don't truly. So it's... It's, it's interesting when, you know, now that we look at it the way we do because it, you want to help other people do the same and think that way. And if somebody takes the time out to help you, make sure you appreciate that, too. Because Absolutely. that's, like, honestly, like, world's a cruel place. It can be. But, I mean, when you got folks in your life that are trying to uplift you, trying to bring you up to, like, a like a higher plane, like I think I touched on this before, it's just like, yo, like, appreciate that because isn't not everybody out there going to do that. Like, some people really, truly just kind of be like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> but... It's always good to have them folks in your life where it's like, dang, man, like, they're really, like, 
you would really be in the downest numbers of your life. And you're like, yo, man, like such and such, they really looked out for me, you know, like they helped me keep going, you know. So it's always, always good to be appreciative of all them people that you got in your life. You never know what little things, the little things you do for people, you never know how much of a big impact that'll put on somebody's day. Sure. You could think about that even in a stranger's perspective. Like you said, you've talked to strangers about personal things. Like just be, just be a good, be a good person. Like it's not hard like, to be a good person. Like though. honestly, like Anthony just said, like you don't know like the impact, like what that really has like on somebody. Like being like a good person, being like helping them because you never know, like with mental health, you never really know what folks is really going through. It's right. like you really. Like, you could, you come up to me or something like that, and you don't know what I could be going through or something. I don't know what you could be going going through, but like you just said, that one little deed, that one little just extra push of motivation, like, that could be just enough to be able to get somebody over the hump to be able to start going back up and being like, yo, like, all right, not everything might not be as bad as it seems on the surface, or people aren't as bad, you know, as it seems on the surface. Like, shit does get better, you know, but... I mean, and that's the other that's the other point on, you know, you make a solid point on things do get better because we've talked a lot about not negative stuff, but like more down, like we're talking, you know, how mental health is in a negative way. But you got to think of the good side of mental health. I touched on earlier, too. Some people are really strong with their mental health. Some people are really good with how they handle their pressure and how and even myself. Like, I don't think at, at this moment right now, I don't think I'm in a bad state of mental health mm -hmm. and I'm. And I'm telling you guys all that I'm interested in going into therapy. You would think it's a, if it, in a different perspective, but I'm trying to, as, a, as a, in a good mind, make sure I never go down that way again by talking to that person. They get paid to study what they do for a living, you know? So it's like, it's never a bad thing to reach out, even if it's in good light. If you want to talk to somebody, instead of putting your burdens and your life on people that it could affect your relationships you can put that on somebody that you can trust. And even that could be somebody that you know. It doesn't have to be a paid therapist, but it's good to have one too. It's good to invest in yourself. That way your mental health becomes stronger. And so you get it's to like that. going to the gym for your brain. It's the I 100% agree with that because I go to the gym. I mean, not now because of COVID, but when I was going to the gym, was I, was I feeling good? My endorphins mm -hmm. were moving? Absolutely. I felt like a champion in the gym. Everybody should. But... You start to think a little bit more, and it's just the same thing with your brain. Mm -hmm. So, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring back. We talked about it a little earlier about the specific stigmas around this, and obviously we kind of touched on it. What do you think of the perception of gender in that stigma, like how females are and how males are? Like, what what is your take on like why I'm asking is because obviously males usually show less emotion mm -hmm. and it's more accepting in the female would you agree with that like how do you think yeah definitely with a uh, social media aspect you know i feel like that plays a big factor into some of those stigmas because it's like you go on a twitter right and you see like guys post on there like oh like, man you're supposed to be strong like this and that man you're supposed to be like big macho man and it's like people don't realize like for as strong as somebody can be, like Superman was the strongest in the world, but even Clark Kent himself had problems that he was going through. Even, the, even Superman had problems he was going through, you know. But it's always everybody's just kind of like the view, kind of like the view of the general like media and public. It's like, hey, guys are supposed to be 
you know, macho, this big guy. But if people forget, like, you know, it's okay to talk about your problems. It's okay to feel some type of way. It's okay to feel down. Like, people have emotions. Like, people are human. Like, you, for as much as you want to put on the front, for as macho, strong, manly you are, you got those points in your life where you feel down, where you feel some type of vulnerability, you know, but with the way everything's portrayed in life, it's almost as if you can't go and talk about your problems because it's like, oh, man, you're not manly. Oh, man, you kind of, you soft. Yep. You know, it's like, what? Like, what is that? And on the, and on the other side, it's like with, uh, with women, you know, like they're expected, you know, it's okay. Like, you know, if they're emotional, like if they're feeling down, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, I expect like females to talk about their problems. But then when they're standing strong and showing confidence, showing strength, you know, everybody's like, oh, man, why, why, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, are she supposed to be like feeling down? Kind of, You know what I mean? Like, are you supposed to like, want to talk about you it's like no like if you're feeling good about yourself and you're feeling strong and confident be like yeah exactly go be that be confident be strong in yourself hey, there's not there's nothing wrong with that you know just like there's nothing wrong with if you're if you're a male like showing that vulnerability and be able to talk about what's going on it's okay to be you know a woman out there to be able to show like yo this is how strong i am this is how I'm, this is how i'm dealing with a mixed bag of emotions going through stuff right and i think you know, you, you hit a really solid point with, you know, showing the emotion of, you know, the male perspective and then kind of getting into the confidence of the female perspective. I think these are all very solid points that you're making. With that, and you were talking social media, um, it's not really media related, but the education behind mental health now has been stronger than ever. If you think about it, like generations before us, they didn't really talk about it because there was nothing out there. I shouldn't say nothing, but was it really discussed? It's just more now the agenda is just being pushed more because you, like, you can see, like, more people now, like, that's that's a plus, of, that's actually another plus of social media, though, even though people are out there saying, like, oh, you need to be boncho, I mean, oh, you need to be sad, and you know, people are also comfortable with being able to go out there now more than ever to be able to say, hey, like, this is how I'm feel, feeling, and when they do that, that actually helps you know, other people that are going through that stuff because they see somebody that's confident enough to be able to go talk about, excuse me, they're able to see somebody confident enough to be able to go out there and talk about their problems on a worldwide platform, whether they get one like, no likes, a hundred thousand likes, that be able to, that, that should be able to tell you yourself, like, hey, you know, I see somebody else talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, you know, maybe I should kind of do the same, be able to, I should be able to kind of build up some something in me where I get to a comfortable place where I can be able to talk about it too. Right. I mean, would you say that, you know, the strongest, I personally, in my opinion, the strongest people are the ones that are able to talk about it. I mean, it's just because like, it, I think shows. And I would, and honestly, I wouldn't even just say, I wouldn't even say you the strongest if you're able to talk about it. Like if you don't want to talk about it, you know, there are some people that it's stuff like where they don't, where they really don't want to talk about it. or They can't even talk about it. Yeah. You still strong in yourself. If you're able to come to that, if you're able to come to terms with yourself where you're at, what like where you're at to be able to analyze the situation, that's that's really where your strength lies. Like if you're able to say to yourself, to be I'm, exactly like if you're able to say to yourself, I'm not feeling, I'm not comfortable enough to be able to talk talk about what's going through my life. That's okay because you came to terms with yourself. You know, you're being real with yourself. It's yeah. the same as if you're able to say, all right, I've taken steps forward in my life where I'm able to talk about this now. Like you, you able to came to turn. You're you're comfortable within yourself, and with that comfort, that's like where your strength will lie.
life is going to throw things at you no matter what. And you can come to terms with, okay, this is who I am. This is what I can control. I think those who those are the strongest kinds, you know, and that's just in any aspect. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every everybody got that. I mean, me personally, I feel like everybody got that strength built up in them. It's they just do. you got you, yeah, exactly. You took the word right out of my mouth. You just got to be able to find that strength and be able to exploit it in a way that's going to be able to help better you, and be able to help better your situation. Now, with current times, I mean, we've been quarantined now for I don't know, a couple eight months, months, eight weeks. It's whatever. been. It's been eight weeks, yeah. eight or nine weeks. Yeah. Like Jesus. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> Jesus. And how, how have you yourself, with you bringing that up, how have you yourself, you know, somebody, again, as said, they they have, they have got their ups and downs. Like, you know, you got those mental problems. You know, how are you yourself being able to deal with that, getting through these times? A um, couple things that I've been doing. Um, for a time period, obviously, working um, from my desk in my room and living at home, it's kind of a weird situation when I was doing that. Right. Um, mom was home, brother was home, dad was doing his job on the road, and I was just me in my room doing my thing. Um, what I was able to do is you start to find ways, because obviously life was abruptly changed and not normalized, and you really had, like, for the first few weeks, man, I'm not even going to lie. I fumbled over a lot of things. I scrambled to figure out, okay, what can I do to kind of live normally? Because this is something nobody's ever lived through. I can, I, I think we can say that generationally. Like, right. nobody's ever That's seen true. this. This is true. the first time. Um, so some things that I specifically was doing, um, thankfully I've had, um, we had Milan on the show, mm. and he has a gym in his garage. Um, was thank He was, you know, I was thankful to be able to, you know, use some weights in his room. Um, you just continue to build my physical health up. Right. Um, I started running again, which is crazy because my fat ass is uh, not doing more than a mile a day. I can't, it's really not doing well. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been coming to terms with, okay, this is a, this is a completely different life, but like how you want to grow, you know, those are just some specific examples. Mm. Just in a general perspective, you got to find that, again, here's something that's completely out of your control. You can't control that Governor Tom Wolf or the entire country goes under a state of emergency and they say, okay, you're going to be shut the down. World. The world just yes. shut down in front of our faces. Yes, globally. What are you going to do? The first thing you think of is you're not alone. You're definitely not alone in this. Two, how are you going to better yourself? We talked about this in more of a general aspect outside of COVID, but now... How do you get away from, okay, this is crazy, this is scary, because the media likes to scare you with this kind of stuff, whether it's the numbers, whether it's COVID, all that kind of stuff. Like, think about it. You get on the media, what do you see? A lot of negativity around everything, and that's going to put you in a different mindset. Yeah. Whether you have problems, whether you don't have problems, it's affected everybody. So how do you get around it? Find the ways. We talked about this. You find the ways to better yourself in ways that you can only control. Um, what were some things that you were doing? The no same shit. Like, I've been talking Playing about... Playing video games. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just do shit to clear my head. At the end of the day, like, I've been, I mean... I'll go outside. I've been trying to go for walks now. Like, or go... Either walk either walk a couple miles, be able to go run, like, a mile or two or something. Do, like, an at-home workout lot of video game playing but again that's just those are my distractions from the world that i've got you know that i've touched on before 
And that's something that kind of everybody, you know, hopefully, or at least hopefully everybody has been able to find, like, find during this time, you know, to find something that can really distract you from the world, from what's going on. Not saying you should be nonchalant and ignorant about what's going on, but it's just more, you know, just to kind of keep your peace of mind and keep everything with you good is be able to have that there's like that distraction away from everything to be like all right cool like you know i'm sitting there gaming i'm like yo man life's like life's chilling like you know everything every you know everything out there you know up and down depending on how you look at it but really like you gotta be able to say for yourself be able to create like a positive mindset in my eyes yeah and on change of things that have been going on and we i mean we've talked about you know technology a lot um, what's your, I mean, I shouldn't even ask the question. It's more so like, do you think like with everything that's just going on in technology, how much it's improved and how much that change didn't really change a lot? And it's, it's a general question. And what I'm trying to get at is think about there's ways that we've adapted as people. For example, um, a group, the, the Croatian bar down the street, the DJ that runs the bar um, he's also the owner, I believe. Right. Am I correct on that? I don't, think I don't so. know. But anywho, he holds a happy hour for literally all night long, as if you were at the bar, just on Zoom. Like he hosts a Zoom, and everybody comes in, does the normal thing. Yes, is it completely different? Yes, because you're in your home and drinking. I guess. I mean, at one <laughs> yeah. point that was probably frowned upon, but at the same time, it's not. Like it's whatever you want to do. Right. But it's cool because you're able to still connect everybody. Like, we did it with video games all throughout our lives because yeah, yeah. we were able to play Modern Modern Warfare 2 together. We were able to play Fortnite. We were able to do whatever. Playing any video games because we have our headsets on right. and we're all connected. I mean, what's your take on what's been going on? We're able to still all be connected. Yeah, I just think people, I just... And better. It's not so, It's just people... Some people just got to be able to learn to adapt. I mean, and I, the way I've seen it is like, kind of like the folks that really like being around people, you know, the social butterflies, like they're kind of the ones that almost kind of like most affected by it. I mean, I like to say in the crib, I said that before, but like if you have, if you're somebody that likes to be around people or want to be around people, you know, as I said before on like previous episodes, like now's like the time, like you're able to do it, you know, technology is giving us the key to be able to do it, like to be able to do Zoom stuff, you know, you can do, like you can do a lot of shit on Zoom, you have a business conference on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I see people all the time having church. Like, my church in itself does church services, you know, online through Facebook Live or something. Like, you can have big Zoom, big Zoom family gatherings. Like, you can really be able to see family that you got on the other side of the world or other side of the of the states. Like, you're able to see them as almost as if they're there. Like, yeah, it might not be that person-in-person, like, interaction, like, in-person but you're still able to get that interaction with people and you got to be able to take advantage of it because it's something that we all are going through. So and technology gotta, is beautiful. It is. Technology, technology is great. That's why you got to take advantage of it. And then kind of like to segue out of that, you know, what we just talked about, what it's like, especially with stuff going on in social media, what's going on in the world today. As I introed in, you know, I said, Anthony, you know, he's somebody... He goes like he goes through that battle every day, but he, you know he's open about it, you know. And again, I'm a person that I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and claim that I go through it because I know 
that something I, I don't go through. But I think one big thing that goes on in the world is why uh, why there's like so many stigmas around mental health. Why it hasn't been you know touched on as much or as much is because like there's so many people out there that kind of just downplay it just for their own like common slang mm-hmm. or kind of just like just to say it you know like i'll never forget i was talking to one of my friends and like me and him you know it was kind of opening up in each other i remember he had told me he was like yeah you know like i actually go through you know anxiety problems like i actually had to take medicine for that because i get inside because he gets inside his head so much and i'm sitting there thinking like oh shit like damn like that's crazy like i like it was a person i would have never expected it from you know but where the translation gets lost and why I can why it's not taken as serious because there's so many people out there where they're like they're not I almost say they're not really going through, I don't want to downplay nobody else but it's like people will say you know I got a test tomorrow I ain't study though now I got anxiety it's like you know you can have like you can have stuff you can be anxious without you know saying like you know you got like anxiety you know because for the people that actually go through it like that that wears it down for for them like that's why i make you know that's and that can make it hard for them to be able to open up about what they want to talk about because yeah. we just want to use it as just like something regular or you know oh i do bad i do bad on my tests oh i'm depressed it's like it's like come on yo it's like they're at like they're actually legit legit folks you know going out there that are you know like fully like fully depressed really down in the dumps you know even worse than depression you know yeah exactly and it's like we just can't we just can't like just like ignore that fact just to be able to say oh man you know i'm kind of you know going going through like a little something you know it's like we gotta we always want to you always want to make sure that you're mindful to people of how like you speak on stuff you know like if you like you want to say it's okay to say like you're anxious you know what i mean you know i'm a little like we all get i could i get a little anxious about like football games whatever like you want to shed talk even you know but I wouldn't claim, oh, man, I got anxiety just because, you know, just because I'm feeling a little anxious because I don't want to take, take that away and just make it look like it's just, oh, like just normal, just regular for somebody that actually has to battle and go through that, you know? Like, like Anthony, like, could you touch on, like, you know, how, like kind of like how, like, that makes you feel, you know, like somebody that has to go, like, you know, with this, you know, like up and down. Like with these kind of battles, but like you know, you see stuff like that where people are almost like just downplaying it, you know. It's kind of annoying, to be mm. fair. Um, kind of frank about that, but um, no, I get it. I mean, mm. in the short term, some people just use the wrong terminology when mm. they speak out about that stuff. And to be fair, I don't have a terrible life. You know, we all suffer through a lot of different shit. That's just life. I have a very good life. And I know people out there have it worse than I do. And there's many people that have it better than I do. It's just life. But it's that downplay that really affects those who are literally, like you said, down in the dumps, probably not thinking in the right mindset, and maybe not making the best choices. Battling back and forth, like, like, internally, like, within themselves. Exactly. So if they continue to battle like that, and then they're seeing people who have, you know, they're just going out there for attention. Yeah. That's just not right. Like, yeah. there are so many people that are just seeking the attention by using those keywords. And it kind of frustrates those that are, you know, actually going through some shit. Right. And it's just, it's not, 
in my eyes, acceptable. Exactly, because it it, ma- it makes it it makes it tough on y'all because, like you said, like you see that, and it's almost kind of like, wow, like shit, like okay, you know, right? Like, it, it kind of like it, it like almost hurts you because then, how I feel. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Cause you know, because then if you try to go and like talk to somebody, if you want to kind of, kind of go and talk to somebody about it, like man, you know, like, uh, like I'm really having like bad anxiety problems. You know, I'm actually like, I'm, like I'm hurting. You know, somebody might just brush it off as like, oh, you just got anxiety. You know, and it's like, oh shit, like now what do I do? Like I can't even go to like some of my closest people to be able to talk about it, just because it, it's just it's almost become like a just a generalized term, like just a way to say it. It's almost becoming a way of saying how you feel. Instead of like how you actually feel, mm-hmm. yeah, like, and that's why I never, I never hide how I actually feel mm-hmm. because, or I, because it's just, it's not necessary to. I think it's more for my yeah. personal life, and this doesn't even have to relate to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like I know that if I'm able to express how I feel when I feel it, I don't care about talking about it. Like I don't have to voice it all the time. It's mm-hmm. not anybody else's business but my own. But what I'm getting at is you have to handle those kind of things the way you think is mm-hmm. right. And you can take others' opinions. I think that's very good to reach out to mm-hmm. even close friends, family, but people that will actually listen and give a shit. Right. But you have to take your own perspective on this, too, because they're not the ones fighting this battle. They fight their own battles. You got your own cross on your back that you're carrying. You just have to be there for everybody. You have yeah. to... You have to and the, and the whole downplay of of it all really does show that people try to like yeah. really downplay this entire thing. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a tough subject. Obviously, yeah, we all is, we all is. suffer from different things in life, and this isn't a woe mm. is me to anything. Or a and woe I, is and me to I don't and I don't even want like to point out like me earlier, you know, about downplaying it. Like this isn't to like come at anybody to say, oh, like you're not going through something because you know you're not quote unquote cl- clinically diagnosed like by a doctor or an expert, you know, like, you could actually be feeling that, but, like, my thing is, like, you know, if you're, like, just make sure, like, you always, like I said, you want to be mindful of how, of how you use it, so then that, so you're not, like, offending people that you know personally in your life that are going through it, because if you know how hard that battle is going to, going with them, and they've been able to express, come out to you, and say, hey, like, this is how I'm feeling, you know, if you end up meeting somebody else in the world that's going through that, you don't want them to come across as like you're just, you know, just kind of oh, like it's whatever. You know, it's something serious. Yeah. You know, so you want to make sure, like you, you want to make sure that like, you're not insensitive to people. Make sure you're being sensitive. Make sure you're being mindful of what you're saying and how you're speaking about it. You know. And I think what you're getting at too is people are seeking the wrong attention by how they downplay at times. Mm-hmm. So again, this is not to be insensitive, but like. When you have issues, you don't need to, in my opinion, be as public. I mean, you can be public about it and be like, hey, I've gotten over this challenge. That's the kind of shit I like to see. I've seen a lot of people post about, you know, I've overcome this. I've come to realize I'm this. Those are the kind of things you want to see on social media. Reflection. It's Mm -hmm. reflection, and it's not seeking wrong attention. That's seeking right attention because... You are proud of being who you are, yeah. and I'm very proud of who I am, and I know you're very proud of who you are, and we're proud to be who we are. That's where the downplay really gets to other. Like, it's just, 
they reach and I think seek wrongful attention when they have, there's other avenues to do it. And it's okay to do that. I mean, I should say it's okay to admit to it. Because I've done, I've been there. Yeah. I've been that person. Yeah, I can't like, even say I wasn't. Like, yeah, like, man, just make, like, just make sure you're like, like, I hear people say, you know, like, they're depressed because, like, they got FOMO or something. It's like, it's like, yo, make sure, like, when you're using stuff like that, like, yo, like, in a sense, I just said, I'm depressed because I have FOMO. We all know what FOMO is. Fear of missing out. It's like, take the time to actually, like, think within yourself. Like, especially that like, you're going to go out there and post it or something. Or, you know, you're going to go out there and say, like, make sure, make sure you think within yourself, like, okay, this is, like, I'm, like, feeling, like, you know, like, this is how I legit feel. You know, that way, again, like, like we've been saying, not undermining it, not downplaying it for somebody that's actually going through it. Like make like make sure you know you want to be intact like with your emotions and make sure you know exactly how how you feeling. That way you're not out there offending others that actually feel that. You know. Yeah. So that's really we're gonna wrap it up right there. Like that's our take. I mean, again, like this is just episode kind of just give you all a little like we said in the beginning to give you all a viewpoint of somebody that you know, has experienced some some type of mental health you know, like up close and personal throughout their own daily life. And somebody, you know, that's kind of like on the on outside looking in at somebody, you know, that hasn't, that hasn't gone through it, but it has people in their life that's going through it. And, you know, make sure, just make sure you check up on folks, make sure they're good, make sure everybody gravy. But like we said, man, that's all we got. And in the beginning, we said this was our season finale. Now, this doesn't mean Shed Talks, Shed Talks just ending for probably go like a week maybe skip an episode or something you know and that's just we just want to take that time to, to revamp get everything right so as we always say man if you got feedback or something send it our way send it to our shed talk page me anthony nikki send us personally you know that way we want to be able to come back with a season two where you know any problem anything that we had in the first one you know we want to be able to start hitting home runs at the park you know not just singles, not just doubles, not inside the <laughs> parks. We want out the ballpark, 500 feet, gone. So, now with that, we'll have our last episode. We'll have our last shed thought for for season one, episode ten. Brought to you by Mr. Anthony. So, for the final shed thought, um, we talked on current times. We talked about. COVID and how things have kind of been run around the world. Um, I was sitting with Nikki, um, our producer here, who, you know, we, we have a lot of conversation. And as you guys know, we're family and live very close. So I end up talking to her a lot about things in life. But, like, we had a really good conversation. And the thought that came from her that I wanted to bring and kind of not completely elaborate but it's she said the words there is an obvious need for change in the world that's the thought i'll leave you with think about what i'm saying you can look at it in any other perspective that you want um we think about how things have been running um through covid and decisions that have been made and people that are being affected by what's going on um, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, there's a lot going on around here. Um, I think we need to do a lot. And 
really everybody reflect on what changes need to be done, whether it's individually or as a, as a whole. And that's where I wanted to leave that. Um, and I would like to have people send in um, their thoughts on that exact, that quote of obvious changes being needed, you know, to happen. So don't forget to drop your shed thoughts. Um, just hashtag shed thoughts when you tweet. When you post something on Instagram, you can add us at Shed Talk Podcast when you do that. Um, we want to get your perspective, and as you do that, um, the good ones that we'll see, which should be every one of them, um, we'll post those on our pages just to show that, you know, we want you guys to interact with episodes, especially like this. Then boom, that's your final Shed Thought for season one. Make sure you let it marinate, think about it. You know what I mean? I'm about to take this episode home. We want to throw out our socials. And we got, of course, our producer behind the camera, behind the scenes. You'll find her at Peachka with two Ks and a single A <laughs> on all platforms. Mr. Anthony, where can I find you? You can find me at Choney Shed Talk across the board. And Nate, where can they find you? Y'all can find me. I am at N underscore Monroe 26 on Twitter. That's never changing. And uh, I am at Nate Monroe 45, which is also never changing because it just got changed uh, a year ago. So <laughs> y'all can find me there. And as always, you can find the Shed Talk podcast across the board. We'll be back better than ever with season two. We will make sure that all of you are more involved. We'll get more, sh more fan Shed Thoughts. We'll get bigger guests better than ever to be able to feed you guys high-quality content. We like you. You love us. We love you, depending on the day. But you like us. That's all that matters. We're your favorite bi-weekly episodic podcast. Be the change that you want to see in the world. And until we shed again. That's it. Beautiful.